<laughs> Hi, welcome to Merch Money. We have Fernando back. Well, we just talked to you, right? I guess it was a two year anniversary you were on and then we had you on before that, so. Yes, I mean, it, it was, I mean, pretty much you had me, but Jacob Poppy pretty much <laughs> <laughs> talked for me the whole 10 minutes that it was my turn, so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was more for decoration purposes and happy birthday, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I was there briefly. <laughs> well, thank you for being there and thank you for coming back. There was so much that we wanted to talk to you about, so I'm so glad that you were able to come on today cuz um I don't remember when it was, but it was before the coronavirus that we were talking about having you on the show and then now this whole thing happened and I can't even imagine like how much that's changed your plan. <laughs> Um, I mean, when we, when we scheduled that date, it, it, I mean, we were looking into having a whole different conversation today. Yeah. Uh, we were not going to be talking to another man. We're going to be talking about going into different realms and uh, things happen. <laughs> we are yeah. back to ground zero. Uh, right now, that ground zero is actually making lots of money for a lot of people. Those uh, stimulus checks are designed to get people's, into people's accounts and they yeah. want to spend them. <laughs> Because they want to know. <laughs> yes. Well, let's um just briefly talk about what we were going to talk about, and then we'll switch gears to Etsy because Etsy is what's doing so well right now. But prior to that, we you had it's been thinking a better than merch by Amazon. I can tell you that much. <laughs> well, merch by Amazon is not doing anything. So <laughs> I saw something yesterday. That's true. You did post that. I checked right <laughs> when I saw that post, and I didn't see anything online. I did sell some in Germany and UK, so I was happy about that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you have been thinking about starting a retail store. So first, did that happen? Is it still in the plans? Did you decide not to do that? What, what's the status on all of that? Well, it's very much in the plans. Uh, I mean, it's just going to take a, a slower turn, uh, you mm -hmm. know, to build it, which actually wasn't a bad idea, right? I'm, I'm about to happen, to be honest with you. Uh, when I was when I was already looking for a place, I already had chosen that specific place, and I still think it's gonna be the place where I'm gonna open. And we were close to you know sign the contract when we started seeing you know some things happening, and we started getting our hiccups, and uh, you know, and then uh, then my realtor started saying I don't really want to go outside right now, so it started getting to a point that it was like difficult to schedule the meeting to actually go and read the contract that we didn't get to do it. So later on, we noticed that we hadn't really planned uh, very well the employee situation mm. where I'm like, okay, how many employees do I really need? So we started going to the small businesses. We've been working with the small business administration for uh, the, during the whole, you know, quarantine, they are open still through email. So, I have, I think we've been building a, a good business plan. We have been analyzing the industry's numbers and we wow. see a very profitable industry, uh, but it, it, we were able to say, okay, we need to have employees. So at the same time, you know, Sears went under. So I was about to buy all the furnishing for the, for the store, you know, brand new from different warehouses. And then, you know, Sears is like, we're all out of business and uh, was able to buy about 90% of the, the only thing I don't have right now is the checkout desk, mm -hmm. some glass displays where I can put some toys, you know, the, those, the special red collectibles that you want to keep, you know, only on display that people, you don't want people to touch. Yeah. And uh, so 
instead of spending about eight thousand dollars on furniture that we were we were already you know budgeting for, I ended up spending about fifteen hundred dollars. So of course I have to go on on mount all everything from the walls and <laughs> put in <laughs> Juho and I don't and and all these uh, places that where you can actually you know store stuff is closed. So because they're not considered you know essential. Yeah. So right now I have uh, my garage and my mother-in-law's garage. Well, she's passed, but her old house garage mm -hmm. full of <laughs> furniture. <laughs> uh, but it is what it is, right? So that's great that you've already, you've still been working on it though. And well, I love yeah, that yeah. you went to the small business administration because I've I've done that too, especially right in the beginning when I was uh, thinking about starting a business. Um, but I don't know how many people do that. Did you did you do that um, just for this store, or did you have you gone to them before for for any I of your other businesses? A long time ago, when I was in wholesale for produce, my family was mm -hmm. in wholesale produce, and we went through them. And at the time, uh, we didn't qualify because it, it was something else going on. Mm -hmm. And I never, I completely honestly forgot about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I um, I used to honestly do uh, research for the for the small business administration when I was considering my uh, getting my PhD in marketing, and uh, and so I, I I was very connected. But you know, at some point, I completely forgot they existed. Mm -hmm. And then when people started saying, "Hey, the small business," I'm like, "Oh, there's such thing." So I contacted them right away, and he was like, "Well, nobody's working with us right now. We are we are free to, to talk because everybody is contacting for a check, but yeah. nobody contacting them to start a business." That's a very good point to bring up. Every all of us, not all. Of, I mean, probably most people won't do it, but you should think about it. Contact the small business administration. I mean, to, to be honest, uh, a business plan. They gave me this outline, which is uh -huh. really twenty pages. Wow. And it asks a lot of questions, you know, about your business that you didn't, you don't think about. Yeah. So, you know, having I kind of want to do that myself. Cash flow projections and having to do like how you know how you wanna, why you wanna going through LLC partnership, you know, corporation stuff like that. So you got to analyze your competitors. You can analyze a lot of stuff. So we now you know we went ahead and I mean I know my competitors because you know I'm a gamer. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I probably need to take a step back. The store that I am opening yeah. is a retail store where I plan to sell game boards and uh, and toys. And it's going to have a cafe, you know, for, you know, for people to play in, in the place. So uh, at the same, you know, we will have a lot of uh, clothing and a lot of different areas, but targeting that specific market. But the, and that store is going to have, it's going to a unique Shopify store launch for that. So uh, that store is more like a storefront for the online store business uh, because a lot of these companies, they offer you wholesale for website, but they give you uh, they give you um, smaller margins. But if you have a brick and mortar, they give you a steeper discount. And, uh, oh. and also they give you uh, a lot of exclusives that they wouldn't sell for online businesses. And uh, and, they, and some of these businesses will not allow you to sell, on, for example, on Amazon or eBay at all, unless you have a brick and mortar, because now you prove them that you are actually a, a legit business. So they don't mm -hmm. sell you these products. So the margins for me are bigger if I open this store. So the store, and at the same time, I have always wanted, this is like a life dream of mine to actually have a game store. I love playing games and stuff like that. So to me, was was the right time to do it? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
So at the same time, it, it, it is a great way for me to incorporate my print on demand business in my website. Because when you have um, you know, a hook that you drive people to your store to buy uh, you know, a brand, uh -huh. And then they see that they can actually buy other print-on-demand customizable products that are not necessarily on brand, but they find interesting for their niche. It's a lot easier to to do. It's a yeah. lot. It's a lot cheaper to drive traffic to somebody to buy Catan or Monopoly, you know, to your website, and then to drive somebody to say, "Hey, look at this ugly shirt on Facebook. <laughs> buy it." And once they're in the store and they're looking for what to add to the card, they may stumble up on, you know, a premium demand product. So I wanted to incorporate something that a way that it will make it more, um, more profitable and for easier marketing techniques. Because emails, emails accrue. Because I will get getting emails every time somebody goes to the store, they will sign up. Every time they get, a, you know, to the rewards program in the store, I get an email and those are Im immediately retargeted customers that I can send through my, you know, through my uh, Facebook ad campaigns. So it's all about a circle, you know, uh, on marketing. I started realizing that my competitors, with exception of one, don't do online. All they do is eBay to sell, you know, their Pokemon cards they couldn't sell. But they don't sell, they don't have a Shopify store, they don't have a standalone store, let alone, you know, any type of marketing uh, campaign. Their Facebook pages are pretty much empty. These guys are no marketing geniuses. So, or are not considering marketing as a something. So, the other company that I, one of the five competitors that I identify, only has um, has an Amazon store, has an eBay store, but they don't. They don't. The website they have, you can purchase there. But it's more like the staple products, you know, like mm. the main products. I mean, the staple is like, you know, like the ones that you have to carry all the time. Yeah. But it's not a, you know, a, a website that it's uh, automating, you know, with what it goes and goes out of your inventory. So I noticed that it, it was a big area opportunity. And, and then I started noticing that a few of these websites actually have, you know, uh, pixels, Facebook pixels. Uh -huh. And which they're amazing for me because now I can go and run an ad saying, hey, anybody who has to go to this website, target him up with my store, you know, ad. And I can actually start targeting every, all the competitors, customers that go to the website, I can actually start getting them into my store. So, and, but I, again, I went on a review, <laughs> they're running ads. They, they have a pixel probably because whoever building the website probably thought it was a good idea to give them a pixel. But they, are not, they, don't, they don't know what they're doing with it. So <laughs> I saw a big opportunity saying, okay, I can take my marketing background now in e-commerce and bring it into retail and completely have an advantage. Not that I'm saying that I'm going to destroy the competition because the competition has way more experience than me doing retail. Mm -hmm. But I have an experience that they don't have. And uh, to me, that was a big, big, um, you know, the why I should do that. It's like, okay, yeah. this advantage that I should go into that market and uh, it's been a very interesting my wife and kids are super excited about it um we know we already we already have you know a, quite a few amount of vendors you know Funko already already told us we could have uh, an exclusive for our store for the launch uh we talked to uh you know Beanie Babies we talked to Hello Kitty we talked to a lot of the different stores that um you know that companies that do deliver for these type of stores we already have all those 
uh, accounts set in place. Yeah, wow. we have a couple ones that said we will give you like a, a bio world. It says, yes, you have everything in place, but we need to see pictures of your actual brick and mortar business. And then we can give you bio world is you go to hot topic and you go and look at all the apparel. And uh -huh. half the apparel is bio world. So, mm. so that is like, you know, they say, yes, just show us a picture that you have, a, you know, your brick and mortar business and we will give you a, a you know, a wholesale account. So, all these little wow. towns, uh, you know, it's happening little by little. So, I mean. I love it. If you're tying in all of the knowledge that you've built over the years, because you, you've done FBA, you've done, uh, you've done wholesale, right? On, on Amazon? Somewhat? Maybe not wholesale on Amazon. I had done wholesale as, you know, as, as a family business. Oh, okay. I never, you know, but I, I was the wholesaler. You know, I was the one oh. that was the wholesale. I, I never bought wholesale. You've done print on demand and then you're tying it all together. Marketing, Facebook, you've done everything. So it's it's really cool to think of putting it all together. I never, until you said it the last time I talked to you, I never really had thought about that of needing a brick and mortar to attract the name brand products that you want to get in your store. And then from there, driving the traffic to the website. I think that's a great idea. I don't know if it's a great idea or no, but I mean, yeah. to me, it was like a way to scale my business. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not getting any younger. Uh, my knee's starting to hurt. You know, I have bad meniscus. For me to be doing merchant fulfilled and me having to go and do ritual arbitrage for my business and stuff like that, it's exhausting me now. You know, it's yeah. like I, I don't like doing that anymore. I go when I know there is a good sale, like for Lego and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You're a big Lego seller. Uh, but even though last year wasn't that great for Lego, but I believe in Lego. Uh, but it, I, now I no longer go to every single clearance and stuff like that. Yeah. And so my my FBA, you know, my F, my my FBA business was starting to decrease a little bit because of me not going to outsource. I I don't I am not very big on online arbitrage, so I mean, mm -hmm. it's like yeah, I don't, I, it yeah. wasn't fun. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way, you know, going online arbitrage. So I was like, okay, what I need I need to evolve and. Uh, Bring the man, it's it's good. It's it's been you know a very solid part of my business, you know. But I also like toys and I also like games. And mm -hmm. for me to have a passion doing my business, you know, uh, it's it, it, it has to be something that completely resonates with me. And you selling a shirt for somebody that is not me uh, is it, it, profitable, but it's not fulfilling. So mm. I had to do something that you know that can do that. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like for example, right? When I was starting doing, you know, FBA and FBA and mission fulfillment, you know, and all that stuff before print on demand came, uh, I was starting to get really bored working by myself. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. you completely focus, and then I saw him, and then Chris Green asked me, invited me to be part of his community and stuff like that, and he asked me, you know, about Amazon Custom, and I started getting him in a group, and that's when I realized that I I, I really enjoy teaching. I really enjoy helping, you know, doing that. Mm -hmm. So it was more of a, an evolution for me to say I need to have interaction with people, teaching them something. Because every time I was in corporate, I always trained people, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and when I was in high school, I was always involved, you know, in teaching catechism and stuff like that. And in, in youth growth and uh, always having, like, somebody under my wing, you know, yeah. when I... And when I was in college, you know, I even considered going into my PhD. At, and I th then I realized that I, I wanted something else. But 
and kind of regretted not doing it. But <laughs> uh, but it was because I wanted to become a, you know a university professor. It's something that I have always liked. So and and that fulfilled that area. And, and now I'm saying, okay, this whole education is growing. This whole business is growing. And I said, but I still have my nerd part that is not fulfilled, right? I mean. <laughs> My kids grew to that age that they now enjoy my games. They now enjoy, you know, going with me out of grab hunting. That they now enjoy, you know, playing with, you know, the toys that I, you know, that I, I used to like. And I'm like, it's the perfect time for me to say, hey, let's open a business uh, that completely encompass everything that it's, you know, I'm passionate about, and at the same time involve the whole family. And uh, and that has been why we're doing this. I love that. And you're right. The whole family can be involved with the, with the actual store. Well, we will definitely have to, you have to keep us updated on how that goes. And do you have an idea of when, when you'll be able to open or you have to wait for no this whole, idea. I mean, whole thing to pass by, I guess. We were supposed to be opening around May 15. And now mm -hmm. I have no idea because I'm, First of all, it's not essential. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, Speaking of that, you're, you live, do you live near the no? Do you live near the merch factory or print on demand no, center? Dallas. Um, okay. That's in um I forgot what city it is. Plain something. Uh that is Cassie is the one that lives like five minutes from her. Oh, okay. Cassie Do you have any prediction of when you think that'll come back or you have no idea? Nobody knows. Um, who knows? Because that this specific district is very liberal. So you know that they, you know, that it's usually does take a little. Look. They want to be they're more more cautious than you know the, the 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 conservative side. Conservative side wants to go back to business, right? Which the Houston area is more, uh, is more 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 towards opening. We we are the capital of the oil industry. Yeah. And oil industry right now is collapsing, so the oil and gas companies want to go back to business like right away. So mm. it was the first day in history that the oil is actually negative price. I saw that and I was like, is this so, real life? So I mean, every eighty percent of my friends here in Houston work for the for for, for the oil and gas oh over the medical God. field because Houston is also the capital of you know cancer hospitals and uh, I mean we have more hospitals in Houston than probably probably New York and Massachusetts and, and Houston are the top three states that have the most you know medical field and so everybody's like we need to get back to work so. And, Houston, Dallas is more towards technology and artistic, so they are not really that much in a rush. So I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. Has there been a lot of cases in Texas? I'm not sure. Like my my town, there's quite a few, um, but it's I don't know. Probably a couple of hundred here in the, you know in the metropolitan area. But it's not like a hot spot but area. Honestly, it's about 20 dead or something like that. And yeah. I, honestly, I don't know a single person that has got the COVID. So I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right now we we were 85 Fahrenheit just a few days ago. I don't know how much how hot we are right now, but I think it varies so much across the country. Like New New yeah. York and New Jersey got it so much worse. So yeah. I'm we're 85 right now, and it's 7:30. So yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's a whole different weather for us right now, and yeah, uh, you know, and and you know, the viruses usually don't uh, do well in in hot weather, so. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, this, we, I mean, we have no history on this one, so we don't know exactly how it's going to interact or how it's going to evolve. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, right now, I don't know. So I'm expecting hopefully probably soon. in July or August. Oh gosh, hopefully soon. 
but yeah, I guess we'll just have to see how it all goes. Hopefully, um, the cases just keep getting less and less, hopefully. Um, but all right, so we talked about your store. You got to keep us updated. I'm excited for whenever you um, you know. launch. Congratulations on uh, getting that business plan and everything. And, and guys, I think that really is a tip to go to the Small Business Administration. I really enjoyed it. I, I went... Um, I don't know, like four or five years ago. And it really helped me learn about like the difference between LLC and S Corp and all the different things. Um, so especially when, if you're first starting, I think that's a great thing. And then also when you're ready for the next step, like, like Fernando's uh, jumping into opening an actual physical location, you'd want to go back. Anytime you're learning something new, go back. They have all kinds of programs, all kinds of grants, all kinds of stuff. Um, oh, the, the grants is, is difficult to be honest to you. I mean, it's if you have great credit and you have collateral, it will be a lot easier to go to a personal bank. Mm -hmm. uh, they they don't give loans; they only guarantee a loan, and they ask you, they charge you for a fee for the guarantee. It's like when you buy a mortgage and you don't give the thirty percent down; you have to have you know primary mortgage insurance on top of your mortgage. Mm. You know, when the small business guarantee alone and you don't have the collateral or the you know or the credit, they add that insurance on top of that. So oh. the monthly payments are getting a little higher, the interest rates get a little higher. So it's a, it's a little misconception about these SBA loans kind of deal. Uh they are not as cheap as they may sound, but still it's better than you know, not having you know some credit to open a business. So uh, because we, we did explore that option and we were like, then why do we need you? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I didn't know all the details. I've never tried to apply to one of those. But yeah. Um, well, so in the meantime, while this is on pause, you've been working on Etsy. And Etsy is, unlike merch, Etsy is open. And how, how's it going? I mean, I have said, right, you don't have a business with merch. And today yeah. it's the... the you know, um, it's kind of like saying, Fernando, you were right. Merch is not <laughs> a business. You're on the mercy of the, you know, of your, uh, of them. And mm -hmm. and what a way to prove it, right? I mean, it's been more than 30 days since most people haven't got absolutely no sales. And, um, and it's pretty bad. I mean, even though for some reason, there are some listings in pop sockets open, uh, the, the, the delivery dates are, <laughs> Like in some cases are July twenty something, uh, but they're they're here and they're selling. I have just spoken to a couple of people and they've been getting sales on merch here and there for pop sockets only. Um, but Etsy, it's in a whole different page. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people have uh, the whole um, printful closing the factories here in the United States stuff like that, but they still shipping from Mexico and you know, and United Kingdom now. United Kingdom is not option. Is not you know the best option but mexico i hear that they are actually actually i use read a threat right now on the printful insider so they actually is is the, the factories in the border so they cross the product every day and they ship from the united states so they're still being able to supply a good amount and now you were doing custom cat or you were doing all another you know printing the memphis company you mm -hmm. are out of luck right but um printful you know shine ons uh T launch, all these companies are still pretty much functioning. So uh, production, it's they are taking their you know their um, safety net. You know, saying hey, we may take longer to deliver because mm -hmm. 
you know, they don't want to have the social distancing is forcing them to have not as many employees inside the factory as they should in in in, in full production mode. Mm-hmm. So some companies are saying, hey, you know, the cutout day actually I think for tea lunches tomorrow. I think for Mother's Day uh, because of the same situation, uh, but. Other others are just completely functioning. So Etsy, Etsy is on fire right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and especially right now that you know, and you can see from the last two three days that they got their people are getting their checks, and you can see you know use the purchasing. Now you have to understand that even though you hear all the bad news about a lot of people losing their jobs and a lot of people going to unemployment and etc. Why and I don't know what else. Yeah. A lot of states didn't didn't go didn't 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 go into lockdown, and a lot of states didn't have any unemployment. Now they may they may have reduced some staff at some level because they need a need to have a full staff, but there are some some states that are still completely functioning, while others are is still working from home. So even if many lost their temporary jobs because for example my, my, my sister told everybody you're gonna have to go home you know and get an employment for now but they have a guaranteed job when they come back so a lot of these guys know that this is not gonna last forever and so they will some of these people have guaranteed jobs mm-hmm. so when they go back and but most people have still an intact income and uh, they're not spending on gasoline they're not yeah. spending on, no. on, on lunch they're not spending on, you know, dark, you know, dry cleaners. They're not spending on restaurants every day. They're not spending on absolutely nothing. They're not even yeah. haircuts. So they have more cash flow today than they ever had in some cases. And they are bored. Yeah. So you have you know, there's two people, two types of people right now in the United States and probably in the world. There's the bored people and the paranoia people. The people that are buying anything they can to protect themselves against, you know, the buyers and the people that are just completely bored and will buy whatever it is just to be satisfied. <laughs> and uh, and it's a lot of those. So, you know, with Amazon limiting FBA um, and MF in, in Merchant Fulfilled not being very friendly to do print-on-demand products because of the production times that they expect, on, you know, on Amazon – uh, even though they let you do seven, ten days, Amazon buyers are not used to waiting. Mm. They are, they are, you know, they are. They want it now, even, even just because it's, you know, they is is the is the behavior that they have learned when they go to Amazon is that I can get it fast. So, hey, Monty's alive. Oh, so, Monty! Yeah, I haven't seen Monty in a long time. How are you? <laughs> And so, we'll, might as well say hi to everybody, Mario and Teresa. Thank you guys all for um, being here. So, <laughs> you know, so people are not listening on Amazon because you have to tell people that it may take 20 days to deliver. And that, that so Amazon is not that that great for merchant fulfill, you know, print on demand product. Mm. Because you don't know also if this print on demand company is going to go into lockdown or whatever. And Amazon is not very flexible on accepting. You you sold you deliver right and you start canceling they they get on you for doing that so that is leaving Etsy right now as the best marketplace to buy things like that uh, you know and uh, it's being seen it's you know I, I I've been getting the screenshots from people taking my course and my mastermind almost every day saying another record day another record day uh, I had another person was in my in, in my mastermind says I just sold I just had a six thousand dollar you know week. 
and Etsy. Wow. And I'm like, wow, you know, another That's one pretty good. Mutual saying a thousand dollars, another one twelve twelve hundred dollars, another one seven hundred dollars. It's just everywhere that you talk, people are having record days. It's is is better right now than quarter four. Yeah, uh, you know, it's because you I mean, you have Mother's Day coming, so it's like the perfect storm right now. The mother Mother's Day is coming, people are desperately trying to find a gift for mom because being not being honest. You know, 95% of us are not going to be able to see our moms this year for Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. because, you know, either because we have to protect our mom from getting sick or because mom doesn't want to see us. If that's the case of my mom, she actually doesn't want to see us. <laughs> because she's diabetic with high blood pressure. She yeah, you got to be careful. She doesn't want anybody to go visit her right now, only to bring her food. And that's it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we're not going to see her. So what is what is the next thing? You have to send her a gift, right? Some way. And... Um, there's a lot of birthdays going on that is being that are being fulfilled by you know by 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 uh, mail carrier because I mean I am not gonna go to my sister's birthday I'm gonna send her something from the internet so it's a lot of get wells I mean it's a lot of it's a lot of things going on and a lot of bored people so Etsy is on fire uh, I mean it's it's selling pretty much anything you put on there. Of course, it has to be quality price and good delivery times, right? Of course, the whole formula. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not because, I mean, this, this is no merch. You don't design crappy designs and they don't sell on Etsy, right? But uh, you could, I mean, all the formula, right? Good mock-ups, good listing, good tax, good everything, good marketing. Uh, and it's generating good sales. Yeah. Um, Guys, everybody who's watching, are you on Etsy right now? Put in the comments if you're... If you're already on Etsy or if you want to learn Etsy and let us know how you're doing. How are your sales going on Etsy? Um, that's the one thing I really like about print on demand. There's so many options. Like when one thing goes down, then you can focus on something else. <laughs> um, let's see. Christine joined. And then I Teresa saying, I have to remember that not everyone is as broke as I am in our shopping. Oh, Teresa. <laughs> Come on, Teresa. I feel the same way, <laughs> Teresa. I, oh my gosh, merch was, I was way, way too reliant on merch. So I am hurting as well. Um, Sherry, what is selling now? How about digital products selling on Etsy? Do you do digital products? Do you do like printables and things? To be honest, I do in one store. Every single design that never made a sale, I make it a digital file and I ended up selling it somehow. So I recycle my my designs that I didn't sell well on merch or didn't sell well on any any other platform. I just list them and people buy them for their own personal for like two three dollars at a time, and that is like a residual income, right? I mean, I at least recovered some of my on my fees. I don't focus entirely on on digital. We do. My wife has a digital store on uh, Teachers Pay Teacher, and we are looking into going into one with Amazon. Uh, but I, we have been, you know, it has been, it hasn't been top of our priority list. Uh, but digital, digital, it's good on Etsy. It, I mean, I, I probably buy more, more digital products on Etsy than I actually buy physical. Uh, mm. I buy a lot of mockups from Etsy. I buy a lot of um, different SVG files for the crickets and stuff like that. They are, they are very good suppliers. They have a very affordable price. Um, so I, I, I spend a lot of time on Etsy for that purpose. So yeah, you're into digital, you know how to do all that. Uh, they sell. I mean, there's, I mean, th there is a, a lot of people that actually survive, make a very good living. You selling mockups. Yeah. Um, 
Sue is saying that her sales are on fire. Awesome. Christine saying sales have been great. Juna on Etsy selling shirts with Printful selling a bunch. I'm on Etsy three shops and I'm making sales. Awesome, Teresa. Nobody's making me look bad. Everybody's agreeing with me. Awesome. Yay, that's <laughs> awesome. Everybody told me we're not selling shit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's great right now, and uh, and it's actually a great time to test products, right? I, I mean, how many times we were like, we don't have enough time, and yeah, I don't know what to do. Today, I listed sandals for the first time ever. I I, I, I had like a couple hours, mm -hmm. and I had gone and done some of those gators, and I'm like, okay, it's the same file for the gators that is for the sandals and i'm like may as well just try them i don't know maybe they will sell uh then i started looking into sports bras and i'm like hey maybe too so <laughs> i mean i i am selling and uh i'm getting money for fees and i'm like hey let's try them uh it's you know it, it's let's grade 20 and let's put up you know a couple of dollars in in advertisement and see how they do and if they do good they add, add more right it's Pretty much the best way to test. You know, I mean, I had twenty, I had ten dollars at you know something sales. You know, if it's gonna sell, at more and more and more and more and more, um, and it's what you gotta do. Yep. Well, good stuff. I'm so. That's one thing with entrepreneurs is like it's so. They're so good at pivoting, which is something that I I still need to get better with. Um, but I, I like how like you had a plan, you had a mission that you were going to open a retail store and then now you're just switching right to Etsy and focusing on that. I think that's one really important um, trait that uh, that you that, that successful entrepreneurs have is they're very easily able to pivot and just take advantage of whatever is going well. Well, you had two choices when the whole market went down, right? Yeah. You, you could leak your wounds and, you know, and be a product of society saying, oh, my God, everybody look at me. I'm broke and I'm, I'm crying. I mean, it, uh, to be honest, a lot of things happened in, in, in my, in, you know, to me. I mean, my FBA business is completely shut. Uh, yeah, because it was so much all at once. Yeah. I mean, uh, I cannot send absolutely no product there. I have a lot of product here that I could ship, but I don't have the boxes because the, the box company where I used to buy them locally, it's, you know, not considered essential. So I cannot mm. sell anything from home either because, you know, I don't have boxes to sell individual products. Uh, right. You know, my Shopify store for a couple, for two, three weeks, didn't do nothing. It's starting to get yeah. momentum right now. Uh, you know, I mean, the coaching and uh, on all the courses for the first three weeks, I didn't sell absolutely nothing because people were more paranoid about saving money than selling anything. So, right. the, I mean, I could say the business was going down, but I said, okay, it's not what I'm going to do. I have been in, I have been on online business since 1998, and yeah. my, and I have been in business, you know, with my family since I was a kid, and I know there is bad and good. And and one thing we have learned is that when the economy goes down, you either go down with it. And never recover. You ride the wave and you survive it, or you race and become and get out as stronger than you actually went in. So you have the choice um, of which one you want to be. Uh, the internet offers so many solutions 
for you to do. I mean, one thing I decided to do is to do the, you know, the the uh, One Fallen Away Challenge. I joined it, which started in April uh, about two weeks ago. Started with the pre-deal, and right now it's going with the, you know, the One Fallen Away Challenge. I started to do it. Mm-hmm. I, went, I went and bought the um, the group, group the group funnels uh, course from Arne Gieski. I went and bought it. I said, so I'm taking right now. I'm taking two courses. I decided to, you know, start doing cleaning and removing everything else, and decided, hey, let's go and and you know and, and do it. I also went and learned. Uh, I'm taking another course from Chris Blair on funnels for uh, Shopify stores, and uh, and that is also what I'm doing. So it's about looking for the opportunity and. Uh, and there is plenty. You just have to yeah. know where to look and where to, um, you know, not be afraid. I mean, yes, some of these are going to cost you money, and some of this will actually never be recovered. Mm-hmm. But you have to invest uh, to find that winner that's going to get everything back and more. And uh, and that is how a business works. You know, I mean, you want to do everything when the times are rough, and you want to do everything for free. Um, you are not going to recover very fast because the information you're going to get is probably going to be good, but it's going to take a lot of time to implement. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is going to be, and you're going to miss the opportunity that right now is in front of you. So right now is the best time. I mean, I did say, I said, you know what? It's the perfect time, for example, to shut down my group. I mean, I have 3,000 plus members. Yeah, that was a big step you did too. I'm I'm like, okay, it's the perfect time. Everybody's paying attention in Facebook. Everybody's here focused. Kill my group and I started a brand new one. Mm -hmm. And uh, engagement is back and it's starting to recover. And I I don't have the 3,000 members I have, but I said, this is the best time. Yeah, It's time to get them back into the funnel, get them back into, you know, getting, getting to get my content, getting to understand, you know, what I'm about. And it's about changing and adapting and saying get out of the old in with the new, you know, I mean, it's, it's a great opportunity to build a business right now uh, and really decide what you want to do. Uh, it's, it's what you really need to focus on. Amazing. I, I feel like I'm going to listen to that over again, that little speech right there. <laughs> um, that was really good. And, and thank you, Teresa. She's saying everybody to give a thumbs up. She's always so nice because somehow that's just never, I never remember to say that. No, I never remember that either. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everyone. And there is a lot of thumbs up. A lot of people are giving you a thumbs up. So thank you for that. And guys, if you're not in Fernando's new group, make sure you join it. Um, I put the link in the YouTube uh, description. I don't know if I put it on the Facebook one, but the, the YouTube one, I think I did. And also, also I, linked his course in case you're not doing Etsy yet or you or you are but you want to get better with it um his course is there and he gave us a nice um discount code so that was nice merch money 80. does that mean 80 dollars 80 dollars off. <laughs> off oh my yeah, god that would be too much <laughs> what <laughs> yeah 80 percent would be high. more too much <laughs> <laughs> 80 dollars off that is um, very generous so thank you very yeah, much for I, that I, thank you i mean uh I, and I, I mean, I didn't come here to talk about the course, so but um, it was more about you know what what is going on right now in the world. So yeah, uh, I just love the pivot story and just like what you said about um, about how you you could actually grow a business now, like instead of just trying to survive, like really try to thrive and and uh, find a way. I mean, it's like 
you can go keep moving forward, right? But mm -hmm. it's like a very cliche phrase because you cannot really move forward all the time. You will bounce against walls and uh, sometimes you gotta take quite a lot of steps back to actually look at the size of the wall and say, oh, okay, that wall is huge. Or, and you can say, okay, I wanna climb it or I wanna go around it. Because also when you, you see, when you take a steps back, you can see how tall it is, but you can also see how wide. Mm. And uh, so a lot of people will try to take a lot of time to climb it when all you have to do is go around and then keep on going. And uh, and right now we're in these situations that we honestly should be going around and, con and looking for new opportunity because if we are waiting for merch to come open these doors and we are looking for all these whatever you know we were doing, um, it's not going to be back as normal for those business. All these listings that got deactivated, your rank is gone. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, I mean, and I'm trying to be a pessimist, but it's not the first time that Amazon shuts down the listings. They did it uh, around 2016. You know when they you know temporarily locked a lot of listings because they couldn't do people production and when they came back they were dead because they had lost all the rankings and uh i mean other products are still say selling in amazon they are still getting mm -hmm. rank your products are forgotten the longer it goes the longer you, you know they won't come back so some of them may actually some probably a product that you never made a sale of will, will be the first one you actually make a sale out of and that's probably the one that's going to take off. And the one that was your bestseller, probably nobody's ever going to see it again unless you reload it and stuff like that. So business is going to change. Uh, mm -hmm. you know. So And then a lot of those probably already got copied because there's a bunch of tools and they already had people had enough time to create a bunch of different deals. So, I mean, right now is probably the best time to start thinking about your business about okay, I need to own it. I need to own my business. You know, mm -hmm. I, I mean, yes, you own the design, but that right now it's something that I have been saying for two, three years. And Amazon, you don't have control of your business. They own it. Mm -hmm. They own the customers. They own absolutely everything. And right now, they prove it to you in a silver platter. They said, your customers are not yours. They're not ours. And we are not going to sell them to them right now because we, we believe in you know the safety of our, our, our people. And you were left in complete darkness. Mm -hmm. So you had already had a Shopify store or an Etsy store, and you were getting emails and you were getting, you know, uh, the information from your customers. You won't be struggling right now uh, if you know how to do the marketing well and how to retarget them, how to send them emails, how to say, "Hey, we have a, this special offer going on in our stores." Yeah, I mean, just look at, I mean, look at your emails. You're getting bombarded right now because. They know that they are right now. The war is in the email, is in the email world. You know, they have to email you because they want to remind you that you purchased from them at some point and they, they haven't forgotten about you and they were willing to give you some discount. And if you were doing that, you should be doing that as well. Um, but because you were getting, you know, the affiliate, the royalties, and stuff like that from non your customers, you probably don't have nothing right now. So this should be a lesson to a lot of people to say, mm -hmm. we need to go to Etsy. We need to start getting those emails from the customer because Etsy allows you to get them. Uh, it's perfectly, I mean, you have to have an autoresponder integrated so the autoresponder gets the information. When you, do you talk about that on the course, how to do all that? Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. You can, you can actually get them into your funnel from your, you know, from your, um, 
that from your landing page in inside your Etsy store, mm-hmm. you can actually get them into your funnel. They don't mind. The only rule is that you 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 have an email, you have to send them back to that store. You know, mm-hmm. you can all say, okay, now I have your email, now I'm gonna take you to my Shopify store. If they catch you, they can actually shut you down. Which I don't know how they could actually catch you, but um, yeah. but unless they are sending fake emails, you know, what they're tracking. Uh, but I mean, it's 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 there right now. It's a lot of opportunity. Love it, guys. This is good stuff. Loretta's saying good insight. I agree. This is why, like your experience, like times like this, you need the the people that have been around the block a lot of times. You you've been through a lot of these downturns, right? You two thousand eight yeah. and ones before that. I mean. I'm not that old, but yes. <laughs> but well, you said since '98 you've been selling online, so. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's. Uh, I feel like everyone you go through, you get a little stronger and learn a little more and do a little better yeah, the next time around. I, I, I was doing, you know, uh, eBay during you know the '9/11, so, uh, and and I have gone through a few elections and stuff like that. So yeah, I have been through the ups and downs, and I know. You have to adapt, even though I did, you know, corporate for, you know, from 2003 all the way to 2014. Uh, I always did some level of, you know, e-commerce on the side. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, I just like it. It's it's something that um, I never felt, uh, you know, completely. Even though I love my career and I love, you know, corporate. In, I didn't like corporate. I like what I did on corporate. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, but it, it, it's something I, I I don't miss it at all. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to adapt. I mean, and, and everybody says like, well, you have a lot of you know stability. If you're getting a paycheck. Uh, no, you you don't. Uh, it's a lot of uh, you know uncertainty as well. You get fired. You get demoted. You get uh, you get laid off uh, all the time. Those times were. Um, companies have loyalty to their to their employees where they will hire you out of college and they will retire you at, at old age it's no longer exists those companies are gone mm-hmm. um now it's about you know the, the, the profit the stock market and they say we need to cut to, to cut you know cost the first to go is the employee so why I, I mean it's i don't know why people believe that they have some stability you know with a paycheck when you don't really have it. Um, yes, you get better insurance than we do. I, that's yeah, that's true. I, yeah, <laughs> I have a very crappy insurance for me, um, but I do have it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's affordable. Yeah. Well, guys, before we let Fernando go, what questions do you have? Do you have any questions about Etsy? Any questions about pivoting to something new? Any questions about his course? Anything you got? We, um, we're so happy to have you on again. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I like talking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the uh, Facebook ads and funnels and all that stuff, I need to hurry up and learn that for some reason. I just have, I don't know why, like I can't get myself to, to I think I know it. It's just, I haven't really implemented it that well. So. To me, the most difficult thing about a funnel, the funnel is simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can create any funnel you want. Mm-hmm. But the most difficult thing in a funnel that I still haven't mastered is the copy. Get to the point with X amount of words, 
and uh, to the way that you can convince the customer that this is what they want uh, and, and need, it's the most difficult thing to write in a funnel. That is the whole difference on somebody being successful. If somebody's a good writer and a good marketer, that is the formula to success. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why some people that are very good at marketing, they actually partner with some people to is, is to write those funnels because it is not an easy thing. Yeah. Jacob, you guys were on at the same time. <laughs> I would like to know about his adventures in buying Mexican, what are you saying? Mexican POD? I wasn't buying Mexican POD. I was asking if anybody knew if when, the thing is I was looking precisely for those sandal. It was sandal? No, it was actually a sports brass. And the sports brass, uh, they were cheap from Mexico for bring for those they have in the United States. They have in the in, in, in Europe and they have in Mexico. So I was reading the depths and conditions about shipping, and they said the shipping is 399. But in terms of conditions, they were saying that if you were to buy from a different country, you will have to pay for the you know for the uh, conversions of the of the currency that you were you were you were buying from. But it had nothing about what is the cost of shipping, you know, and stuff like that. So I asked in my group if anybody knew. Uh, how they manage those shippings, and because if it was three ninety nine, I was I wanted to make sure that from the Mexico it was three ninety nine. Since somebody pointed me to go to the Printful group, and actually because somebody was actually asking the same thing, and mm. uh, I said no, we actually crossed the border with them, and they would ship it from the United States, so it's three ninety nine. And ah, I'm like, okay. ah, okay, so that's what I decided to yes, I'm gonna list those uh, those sports bras, but nice. no, my Mexican POD, no. Mm -hmm. And then RB is saying, thank you very much for your time and insight. Thank you. And Juna is asking, what else you sell online besides T-shirts? All kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I have sold. I think the only thing I have, never, I have not sold is, is drugs. But, <laughs> but uh, um, I... You know, for example, here's in Texas, there is something that, you know, that in groceries, for example, there are some products that are very regional, but there are customers for it all around the country and, and you don't find them in, in, you know, in stores. So I have sold a lot of uh, Texas regional, uh, you know, um, meat seasoners uh, that are for barbecue and uh, grilling. Mm -hmm. I have sold, you know, very specific Mexican groceries that I, I have bought from here and like there was a pancake mix that uh, you can buy in the store for a dollar and ten, and you can sell it for nine ninety nine on Amazon. Uh, yes. uh, you know, there is a bunch of different board games. Uh, I mean, all the time, toys. Uh, I am I, I am on gated in pretty much everything. The only one, the only toy that I cannot sell right now is LOL, and another crappy brand that I don't remember what it is, uh, and I don't really care. But LOL is the only one that I cannot sell for some odd reason. And so I, I saw a lot of uh, Hasbro toys, a lot of uh, Mattel toys, a lot of uh, independent toys. Um, but yes, uh, clothing, I I am getting in pretty much every single clothing category. So I, I, I sell Nike, Reebok, uh, Pumas, uh, Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger. Um, there are some brands that I avoid, uh, but most of, mostly I make a lot of money with, with those specific brands. Nike is my favorite because a lot mm -hmm. of people are not gated and not on gated on Nike. Yeah. So, Do you sell shoes or or 
No, I don't sell shoes. I had a very bad experience with shoes, and I don't sell underwear. Mm -hmm. uh, one time I got a return, and it was pooped. And that's <laughs> just that day, I'm like, no way. Oh my God. Uh, you gotta write a book about all the stories because there's oh my gosh so many stories with online uh, sales over the years i bet oh, uh, yeah <laughs> i mean i yeah i won't get in some details on some but i have seen the nastiest things you know in, in returns yes <laughs> yeah um one time you know so yes i, I have so pretty much anything that i if i can if i find in a decent volume size in a clearance section and uh, the margins are good and I can sell it, I buy it. Um, I have two Etsy stores that are only mine, but I have uh, other four that are on partnerships uh, that are in, they have different LLC names that they are connected with other people. Hmm, that's a whole nother topic to talk about on another show sometime more is just partnerships. Like I, I really haven't gotten into that either. I mean, I have, Christina helping me, like we work together with Merge Money, but I don't have any like partnerships with stores, Shopify stores or Etsy stores or things like that. How did you do that? Or how did you, you how do you find people to do partnerships with? Is it just from Facebook groups and things like that? Or from- how Well, one, one story is actually, I have a friend who has a 3D printer facility. He has about uh, 40 different 3D printers. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to deal with the selling. He just wants to print. So we have a 3D store. Um, we have another one that has a print-on-demand facility. And uh, every time he wants to test a product, uh, I'm the one who tests them. Mm -hmm. So we have that store that we launch products that, you know, used to see how they do in the market. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I have another one that is just, uh, uh, you know, a, a, an influencer that has a, that has their own brand and uh, they just want me to handle that for them. So wow, well, that's a whole nother, a whole nother thing to uh, explore at some point. I'll have to learn how to do all that. It's, it's that's one thing that I really love about entrepreneurship and just print on demand and all of it. It's just, you, there's so much to learn, so much to do. You never really get bored. Like there's always another direction you can go. <laughs> Social media is an open directory. You can find partnerships 24 seven if you want. Yeah. To. I mean, to be honest. Yeah, uh, you just have to find the ones that are profitable. That is the most difficult. Yeah. Uh, um, somebody asked what was my five top five uh, board games. Uh, where are we right now? Okay. Yes, my top five board games. Okay, my number one board game is uh, Star Wars Destiny. I play that every Wednesday. Even right now in lockdown, we play it on, still online. Uh, my second one is called Dice Forge. I love Dice Forge. Um, the third one I would say is. Um, I like any Monopoly games. I love Monopoly. Uh, what is the other one? They they have weird names. Um, uh, oh, it's 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 Stratego. Stratego. Yeah, that one. Um, that I one. Used I used to love that. I we, I don't remember the last time I played that we game. We have but. like four different versions of that one. We right now my my son and I are playing the Star Wars the Transformers version which is kind of like a variation to it. And um, and, and right now I'm, I'm getting very hooked with Catan, uh, the Lord of the Rings version. Um, the Game of Thrones version, I'm sorry. So yeah, but I mean, games change every single time. Yeah. Um, and then Teresa asked them, um, are Legos and groceries still gated? I think so, right? Lego is big time. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I mean, to get into Lego, unless you were starting selling Lego years ago, I don't think you can get in at all. Yeah. And they, they're they always giving you slow. Like right now, we had to send them certificates of safety for each one of the Legos we have in stock. And we are no Lego. So right now, we're having to find them. Oh, uh, my gosh. So, so Lego is... I mean, I know where to find it. What them. about if it's uh, if you had sold it in the past? Now I feel like I need to go log into FBA and <laughs> see uh, if they need me. They sent an email about two weeks ago asking for the certifications. So oh. you, they asked for one. I mean, you have an you have an active listing, even if you have zero stock. They send you a request for those. I'll have to check and see if I got uh, any because I used to sell Lego, but grocery, I don't think is gated. Some brands of grocery are gated, but. Grocery is like a grocery you can get in, but you can, but some brands you have to on gate as, as far as I know. I mean, I'm on gated, but uh, I don't, I don't I know. I remember I had to do something to get ungated in groceries, but again, yeah, it was so long ago. I think I had to send in some receipts and then. Yeah, and then well, I, we're going to some wholesale company that was sending, giving like those invoices like pretty much free. Yeah. I remember I bought like a hundred Q-tips to get an invoice from one company. Yes. Uh, so that I got ungated literally by buying Q-tips. I oh, know that wasn't held. Um, that was to get on getting on. I health. think I did that too. Something very similar. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't have Chicago Monopoly. Um, I'm from Chicago though, but I don't have <laughs> Chicago Monopoly. <laughs> well, I think that's about it. We we hit the hour. So, is there any last things you want to say, or anything that we forgot to talk about, or didn't mention? I guess about my last meal. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or anything else that you want to say about your um, about your course, or about your group, or anything like that? I mean, it, it seems that based on the people that was watching today, everybody's actually killing it right now on Etsy. So the ones that aren't when I watch the recording, I really suggest get on it. Uh, I mean, you don't take it from me. Look at all the comments, everybody, every single one that actually commented. I don't think we read one comment that said, I am happy to zero sales. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody's getting something. Uh, and a lot of people saying it's on fire. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, probably it's late for Mother's Day. But people are still in COVID, you know, stage face masks, stuff like that. People are still interested in those. Um, you know, uh, anything having to do, I mean, the summer is here. Kids need to, you know, kids are kids are growing. <laughs> yeah, they're coming out of these jackets and all this stuff, and they need, they need shirts. Yeah, so parents need to spend money on kids as well. So get on those as well. Uh, there's just babies that are still being born and people are not going to, you know, babies harass anymore because it's kind of gone. So <laughs> there is product to be bought for them. So, and there's Father's Day right around the corner. So, I mean, you have a lot of opportunity and people right now are going straight to Etsy because Amazon is, is doesn't have that much inventory. They've been focusing so in, in the specific areas. One thing I'm grateful right now for Amazon is that all the product that has been stuck there for a year or so that didn't sell has been selling right now because people are lacking options. They're like, well, this shirt is kind of ugly, but I'm going to buy it. And I'm like, thank you, because it's been stuck there forever. Uh, I'm making a lot of money out of this, but I'm recovering cash, which is amazing for me. Uh, Printful, eBay integration. 
I've been hearing people are having great success right now because people are also going to eBay to purchase. I tried eBay about two years ago. It wasn't the best for me. Um, but I've been hearing that people are having great success right now on eBay and print on demand because of the same deal. People are buying. Mm-hmm. They're finding whatever they can find on eBay. Uh, I don't know the other ones, uh, the Mercari and all these little things. I never done them, so I don't have the patience for you know, uh, apps. Uh, but right now, it's money to be made. It shouldn't be any excuse. There is a lot of more people, and there is a lot of cash right now out there. Um, there is people spending money. Um, and it, it, I, I mean, I'm, I've been hearing, like, comments from, you know, that this is better than, than quarter four for most people. And um, and we never get, you know, better than quarter four in April. April is usually pretty crappy for us. And right now it's, you know, we're talking about record numbers. Uh, so, like somebody you sent me yesterday, this from their Shopify store, a $22,000 day. Wow. Amazing. You know, so it's... I mean, it's just fire everywhere. So right now, it's no excuses. Uh, I mean, I know there's a bunch of memes saying, "Hey, what, what are you? How are you gonna come out of these? You know, you're not doing nothing. There's no excuse for you to be learning." Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, entrepreneurs, you know, we we don't we don't need to have excuses to make money. And we all became entrepreneurs because we wanted to make more money that we were making at a work a job. Uh, from you know, and one thing I learned. You know, for all these years and working corporate America, is that unless you're a CEO of Coca-Cola, you'll never become a millionaire in salary. And uh, the only way to do it is being an entrepreneur and finding solutions to the needs. And when you find needs, the money starts. You find a way to satisfy a need. Money starts coming to your pocket. You're selling used to make money. You will never sell. Money doesn't work that way. Money comes when you satisfy a need. So always think about what need are you going to satisfy? What is your customer need? Even if they're bored, they need to satisfy something. So once you start thinking about your customer, the customer is going to give you their money. And that is how things work. You have to give something that they want, need, or desire. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. And a lot of people forget about that. They design for them. And they design what they want. They don't think about what the customer wants. And that is not how things operate. At the same time, you need to remove the mentality that not because you don't want to spend money today, it doesn't mean that 300 million Americans don't want to. A lot of people want to. And you don't need 300 million Americans buying from you. You can make a 1,000 Americans to buy from you. I'll give you $5 each one of them. That's $5,000 every single month. You need to start thinking about how many of those you need every month instead of thinking how many there are people buying. You don't need everybody to buy from you. You don't need a very, 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 very significant percentage of the population to buy something for you on a consistent basis. And that is how you make money. You know, so I, I mean, right now it's a big opportunity. Go and take it. Perfect ending. I love it. Thank you so much, Fernanda. Pleasure, anytime. All right, thank you all for watching too. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>